Boys and Bees listeners, it's me, Eddie B, your host of the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Fridays. And before we get into this week's episode, just a quick reminder out there, make sure you guys are going out and supporting all the Breast Cancer Awareness Foundations. And don't forget, it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Make sure you guys go out, support whoever you need to. And if you're that person out there, you need somebody to talk to, don't be shy. Make sure you reach out. With that being said, we've got a badass show for you today. Coming up, it's the E's and B's Podcast. Sports fans, this is the E's and B's, the Bacon and Eggs of Pressing Sports Podcast, and I'm your host, Eddie B.
smoke weed. I know this, but I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Joining us again here on this beautiful, predicted to be 80 degrees, Friday, October 21st, 2022, how you do? For your cereal, get that stove warm, you know the drill, it's time to get to the sunny. Final four teams in the ALCS and NLCS here in the 2022 season. As you heard in the promo, the Yankees in Game 5 finally knocking off the Cleveland Indians, who everyone was shocked to see take New York that deep there in that series. Now, let's fast forward to where we're at now this weekend. Already into the AL and NLCS series as the Yankees had to bounce back the night after to play Houston in game one. Obviously, coming up a little short. Going into this weekend, it's now the Houston cheating Astros up one on the New York Yankees. And on the NL side, it's the Philadelphia Filmies. They're up one game on the San Diego Padres. Those are your final four teams, folks, going into who will come out on top by time next Friday when we talk. We will be talking, hopefully, about this year's World Series in the MLB. We cannot wait. We'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of baseball right here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family, tell someone about this podcast Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch things up from the diamond and go to the football field. It was the, court, the quarterback of the 04 Eagles who went 7-0. And add to this list the 6-0-2022 Philadelphia Eagles. There you have it. Now the still only undefeated team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles, knocking off the Dallas Cowgirls there Sunday night in a very, very close game. Of course, in the end, Cooper Rush, not enough 
for Dallas to go over there on Sunday night. Now they'll be awaiting the return of their number one starting quarterback, Dak Prescott, scheduled hopefully maybe to be back on the field this weekend. But before we talk about this weekend there, let's talk about what did happen in week six. Starting off with Thursday night, we had a stinker. That's right, two in a row, two Thursday night stinkers. We talked about it last week on the meet. How about Washington over the Bears, 12-7. Then on Sunday, we had the Falcons over the 49ers, 28-14. The Pats over the Browns, 38-15. The Jets over the Packers, shocker, 27-10. The Colts over the Jags, 34-27. The Vikings over the Dolphins, 24-14. The Bengals over the Saints, 30-26. The Giants over the Ravens, another shocker, 24-20. Steelers over the Bucks, a third shocker, 20-18. Rams over the Panthers, 24-10. Seahawks over the Cardinals, 19-9. Bills over the Chiefs in a big, big rematch from last season's AFC Championship game. This time, the outcome a little different. It's the Chokes on top 24, the Chiefs 20. Then, like I said, on Sunday, the Eagles becoming 6-0 as they knocked off the Cowboys 26-17. And last but not least, another heartbreaking loss here in the home state of Colorado on Monday as the Chargers held on to knock off the Broncos in overtime. That's right, 19-16. And the Boo Birds are out thick here in Denver. That's right, questioning now not only Russell Wilson's behind the center kind of things but how about as well as the play calling that's right now things focusing on the new coach hatchet is he gonna be hatchet out of here in just a couple weeks if things don't change or will everybody still be pointing the fingers towards russell wilson let's face it i'm not a diehard broncos fan but i do root for him because i live here and i gotta say i don't think it's all his fault He's got to get people to catch the ball, and he's got to get some help up front. This man's getting slaughtered in that background, and I know they're blaming a lot of it on uh, the fumbles and mistakes, but also they got to clean up the flags just like everybody else there in the NFL. That seems to be one of the common things. So we'll keep an eye out going into this weekend. Some big, big matchups. My fins, Sunday night, return of the man himself, Tua. That's right. Tua Tagliavoe will be back behind center Sunday there in Miami in a throwback game. That's right. Make sure you guys check that out Sunday night. Also, back him on the field there in Arizona from suspension. It'll be Hopkins. He'll be another weapon there for Kyler Murray to be looking for. So keep your eyes out on that. Also, don't forget Robinson from the Panthers being traded there. He's looking to make a big splash. Only a couple days of practice, but... We'll have to see if that can get the Cardinals out of the dumps in the desert or will my Dolphins finally get back on track and put things to rest Sunday night. We'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you know coming out of NFL Week 7 right here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports. Keeping it going on the sunny side up. Let's stay on the football field and switch things up to the college world. His last one was low. Paxton Brooks to hold. Chase McGrath for the win for the Volunteers. From 40. On the way, a knuckleball. He got it!
right, the big, big game there Saturday. As we spoke last week, congratulations to Oh Rocky Top. That's right, Tennessee knocking off Alabama, shocking the world. And I gotta say, there in the last two seconds, that kick was a knuckleball, and I said it was short. I thought for sure it did not have the distance, but it did, going through them uprights with not much room to spare. And, of course, as you heard there in the promo, the students emerging onto the field almost immediately after that ball going through the uprights. Congratulations one more time to the Tennessee Volunteers. What a Saturday for them. I mean, they started off with Pat McAfee and the Sheriff Peyton Manning on college game day right there on campus and then ending the night in big, big fashion, knocking off their Sabins, Alabama on the big, big final second field goal. Congratulations. Now let's talk about how things set in the college world this week. I know shaking it up in the top 10, starting off with number 10 at Oregon. Then nine is going to be UCLA. Eight, TCU coming off a big win. Then seven, Ole Miss, another big win. Then falling all the way down to number six, it's Alabama. That's right, at six. Then five, it's Clemson. Four's Michigan. Three, making the big jump as we talked. Up six spots, it's Tennessee. That's right. And there at number two, it's Ohio State. And rounding off, of course, on top, you're defending national champions of last year. It's Georgia Bulldogs, folks. The top ten, like I said, keeps shaking and baking. Obviously, Georgia's still maintaining solid on the top of the mountain. But will things change going into this weekend as we got three big games to keep an eye on? Starting off with number nine, UCLA. They'll be traveling to number ten, Oregon, as the bottom of the list battling out Will. UCLA keep on a roll, or will Oregon stop them at home? Then, game two, it's going to be number seven, Ole Miss. They'll be traveling to an old rival. That's right, LSU. Will the Tigers stop Ole Miss's Cinderella season? We'll keep an eye out for that game as well. Then, last but not least, it's the biggest game of the week to keep your eye on. Number 14, 6-0, Syracuse. They'll be traveling to number five, Clemson. Can the Qs be what they need, have what they want, and get what they got to get to win that game there on Saturday? Or will the Tigers squeeze that juice and pop that bubble? We'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of the college world right here next week on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Keeping things going here on the sunny side. Let's switch things up from the gridiron to the race track. One bang, and the gap between one and two, a half a second. Joey Logano, right in the middle of the racetrack for the final time. And the gap staying the same. Chastain doesn't have anything for Logano. Joey Logano. Coming in, he was second in the rankings in this round of eight, but a win here. Welcome to the championship four. Yes, congratulations to the number 22 machine of 
Joey Crybaby Legato getting the big, big win there last Sunday at Vegas in a big must-win situation for some drivers in the bottom of the bottom eight there as they spoke. Going now into the final two races here as we go to Miami this weekend and next weekend. The final cut race of the 2022 season will be in Martinsville. And as we all know, Martinsville, the paperclip, it's going to be a beat em up bang em up kind of race. Who will be there in the end? But let's talk about how those playoffs set going into this weekend. Starting off with the 8th spot, it's going to be the 20 machine of Christopher Bell. In the 7th spot, it's the 12 car of Ryan, barely getting in Blaney. Then in the sixth spot, it's the 14 machine of Chase Briscoe. In the fifth spot, it's 24 machine of William Byron. In the fourth spot, it's the 11 car of Denny Hamlin. In the third spot, it's fan favorite number nine, Chase Elliott. In the second spot, it's the number one machine of Ross. Crash him up, Chastain. And as you heard there, this last week's winner is now on top the number 22 machine of Joey Crybaby Logano. Folks, last weekend we saw something we have not seen in a long time. How about Bubba Wallace getting angry and taking a racer out on the track? If you have not seen or heard about it, I'm not sure what rock you're living under, but last Sunday there at Vegas, Bubba getting pinched up by the up close by the wall, coming on a turn four by the five car of Kyle Larson. In result, Bubba slamming the wall, ending his day, but that's not where it ended. He actually sped up, come down, and come across rear quarter panel of the five car, sending him straight up into the wall, causing a big wreck. Also collecting the number 20 car of Christopher Bell, who you heard is now eighth in points due to that situation. But that's not where it ended there on the track as afterwards. Bubba Wallace climbing out of his car, walking across the front stretch as cars are still going, under caution I might add, getting all the way over to his golfing buddy Kyle Larson and then seemingly to drop his helmet and start shoving him, asking him probably why and everything else. But, of course, NASCAR putting a stamp on this situation here earlier this week as it's now been announced Bubba Wallace suspended for this weekend's race, of course, it doesn't matter. He's not involved, in, obviously, in the points chase. But I think the frustration was mounting from a great run that he was having there at Vegas. He has been having more solid runs. But I got to say, let's flip it page back a little bit. Bubba Wallace was the first person to come out and say he was totally against these kind of actions. And here we are calling the kettle black as my man has been doing the same things he's been preaching about. And, of course, his race team has been preaching about safety and everything else. And, of course, we know with Kurt Busch's situation, obviously a slight wreck causing a concussion, now ending a career, and it didn't seem that bad. But what if that could have been what happened there on Sunday? I think actions other than suspension should be taken more, in my opinion. But we'll wait and see what else comes about. From this weekend here in Miami as NASCAR will be running it down. Two more to go, folks. We'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of Miami right here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports. Keeping it going here on the sunny side. Still talking more racing. That's right. How about some short track style as we talked last week here on the E's and B's. 
going down there in Salem last weekend. It was the Halloween 200. That's right, one of the most famous races there at the High Banks in Salem. And of course, last weekend, a lot more action than normal as they added in the uh, outlaw figure eights. That's right, some of the baddest in the world were there. And then, of course, they had the, this year's big, big venture. That's right, the Crown Vicks, as that seems to be taking over all the short tracks there on the East Coast. But they had a very, very good car count for the stocks and the Crown Vicks going down this last weekend, coming out on top there. Congratulations to the 13 machine in the Crown Vicks of Jake Wells. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's, holding off some of heavy, heavy hitters. Outlaw figure eight specialist, Artie Ware, obviously racing last weekend in a couple divisions. He had some fast machines, but we want to give a shout-out from the E's and B's here to the Tharps as they put on an awesome, awesome display. Congratulations to the Tharp family on a badass display last weekend in Salem. They are getting better each and every time out, and we can't wait to see what they do at Circle City this weekend. That's right. Make sure you guys check out Circle City as they'll be putting on a dirt race there. couple classes you do not want to miss the spooky 150 going down this weekend at Circle City. Also, a big shout-out last weekend. How about going down at Winchester? It was the Winchester 400. That's right. Big, big de deciding races for all divisions. Of course, the CRA Street Stocks were there to decide the champion. In the end, congratulations to the number 73 machine of Jason Reckham up Atkinson. That's right. Always there in the front each and every race. And he finally holds off to get himself another championship there in the CRA Street Stocks. We definitely were pulling for our boy, the number 84 machine of Andrew Teepee, who had an outstanding season. Congratulations to you, Andrew. I know you're just a little little close or a little short. That's all right. You'll get him next year. You'll come back. I know bigger, badder, and faster for sure. Also, I want to give a special side note shout out to the rookie and season champion in the late model division. That's right, number 23, Eddie Van Meter. Congratulations to him and his team on an outstanding season there in the super late models. I got to say, this man is bad fast in everything he gets in. And this year, he has proven that as he normally is very fast in the Outlaw Figure 8 division. But this year, showing up in the late models and showing out. Congratulations to Eddie Van Meter and his team. With that, folks, that's going to wrap up most of the short track racing this year. We want to give one more side note special shout-out to Team Hilton and Team Abeta as they'll be traveling to California here in just a short two weeks. We're going to be one sponsor of that car, the number 23 machine of Jordan Abeta. That's right. We'll be sponsoring him and some stickers and stuff, so make sure you guys check out Team Abeta and Team Hilton on all the social media outlets out there. I know he's still looking for some more sponsors. So if you want to get your name or business out there, get with Team Abeta there. Follow them on Facebook. You can track them down through the E's and B's. With that, let's keep things going. Switch things up from the roundy round world and talk some no prep. That's right. No prep racing going down last weekend all across the country. And, of course, some big, big races going down. As we know, Friday night was Cincy Street Night and Ohio Grudge Racing's World Series of No Preps 
one of their final stops. We got one more to go, but this on Friday night was a heavy, heavy packed field. In the end, though, Boost 12 holding off the heavy, heavy dogs like Charlie Brown and everybody and getting the win. Congratulations to Boost 12 there on Friday night at Cincy Street Nights. Then let's move over to a couple other winners. How about there at US 36? Finally, coming out of the woodwork, it's back. That's right, Ryan Mitchell in the Firebird. He went all the way to the final to finally race somebody they've been dying to see race. That's right, Beater Bomb in the end. Ryan and the Firebird are now back to where they need to be. Congratulations to him on a solid, solid win. Then let's talk about how about at Milan, Mac TV boys, they were on their game, but Coming up just a hair short there in the finals as Tommy Two Guns. That's right, Tommy Hutchinson pulling out the win there at Milan on Saturday. Congratulations to him. Of course, Nick Schoolboy Violetta being very, very close. Coming short, coming up short in the semis against Tommy. But I got to say, like I said last week, they have their stuff together and they are rolling. With that, congratulations to all those drivers on a solid, solid no-prep weekend last weekend. Some very good stuff. Make sure you guys go back, check out all the people we support. You know all about them. They can give you all the live feeds out there to keep you up to date with everything in the no-prep world. Well, let's talk about the no-prep world this weekend. How about Turn and Burn going down at Onondaga Dragway there in Michigan. Jasper Graham and his boys will be on site. Make sure you guys check that out. Check out for all the live feeds going down this weekend from Turn and Burn on a Dega Dragway there in Michigan. Then how about down south? It's full tilt. That's right, full tilt going down at Wilkesboro Dragway. Our boys, Carolina Performance and the Tailgate Mafia will be in the building. Make sure you guys check out them. Also, be following Bang That Lights, Destry Turner. I know he's going to be there on the light as well. So, very, very cool stuff going down this weekend at Wilkesboro Dragway. And last but not least, 24-7 Motorsports. That's right, Bad Ash. She'll be traveling to English Mountain and getting behind the wheel to see what she can do in her badass Mustang. So, folks, we'll have all the winners, losers, and every story you need to know coming out of the no prep world right here on the best. Breakfast Wrestling and Sports, keeping it going here on the drag side. How about last weekend? There in the Rock. That's right, Rockingham, MPK, getting back in action as they just got two more races. I was incorrect last weekend, thinking there was only one more after this one, but I, I failed to, to mention the Alabama race going down this weekend. But last weekend, coming off a very, very odd weekend in Rockingham, as we had some very scary crashes and very scary situations. Uh, thoughts and prayers out to Robin Robertson family as he hit both walls and uh, destroying his brand new beautiful car. Uh, he did get out and things seem to be better this week. It seems to be getting back on track. So awesome, awesome news there. And then also Mike Bowman from California in his brand new Camaro as well burning to the ground unfortunately for him so two big big heavy hitters and heavy cars getting tore up last weekend at the rock but in the end it was all about who came out on top that's right folks 
coming out on top, getting his first win of the year. It's Team Lutz. That's right, Jeff Lutz and team coming out there in Rockingham, defeating all odds, and finally winning one here in MPK season. Five. Congratulations to him and all of his team. Also, I got to say, with just two more to go, does Kai or Justin Swanstrom have what it takes to hip-hop over Ryan and Team Fireball as they still, still holding on to a solid, solid lead there in first position? Like I said, this weekend, traveling to steal Alabama. We'll see if he can hold them off for just two more weeks, or will Kai Kelly and Team Nola hip-hop the champ? We'll wait and see, and we'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of no prep kings right here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Just a couple more things. How about going down this weekend live? UFC 280. That's right. One of the baddest cards so far this season. Going down this weekend, and it's coming to you live from from overseas with five banging fights. That's right, folks. UFC 280 going down Saturday. Make sure you guys check out all your local listings to find out where you can watch it. How about let's talk about the main card starting off with the women's flyweight bout as the number one ranked Caitlin Kukane will be taking on number six. Man, Fryat, that's right, in the women's division. Then the lightweight bout in the men's division. Number six, Benyel Darish. He'll be taking on number nine, Matsu Garmont. Then we got a big, big match everybody's been waiting to see. That's right, in the bantamweight division. It's number one, Peter Yan. He'll be taking on fan favorite, knockout specialist, shit talker, number 11, Sean. Sugar O'Malley. Then the co-main event of the evening. It's a title match. That's right. The bantamweight belt on the line as the champion. Olamon Sterling will be taking on the challenger. The number two ranked TJ Cheatemup Dillashaw. And in the main event of the evening. It's the champion, or shall we say, the man that cannot make weight. Charles Oliveira, he'll be taking on the number four ranked, Aslam Makafad. Folks, one of the baddest cards I've seen in a while. Some bangers set there for Saturday night going down overseas, folks. You do not want to miss it. In my predictions, we're going to have a new champ. Don't know which one, but we will have a new champ, and you do not want to miss Sugar Shane O'Malley and Yawn, as I think that will be the match of the night. Folks, we'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of UFC 280 right here on The Best. Keeping it going, like I said, just one more thing before we get to the meet this week. How about what's back? Like this Does this one come through? Look at Lachanen. Tried to glove that pop down. It's taken by Nachushkin. What a start for Valnachushkin. We just showed you, but it's still remarkable. And look at the big fella bring it in with a slapper. Wide of the net. 
That's right, NHL, back in action, a couple games under the belts. Too early yet to tell if the preseason favorites are going to live up to what, to what everybody expects. We'll definitely be keeping a close eye on those top teams all season long right here on the E's and B's. But as we do each and every year, we always give you three games each week of the NHL, just like in the college world, that we suggest that you check out to keep up to date starting off this year. How about let's get to it. Game one this weekend, starting off Tampa Bay. They'll be traveling to Florida Friday night, 7.30 Eastern on ESPN Plus and Hulu. Make sure you guys check out that one. Then game two on Saturday, we got Dallas traveling to Montreal, 7 o'clock Eastern on NHL Network. And last but not least, the third game of the weekend you must check out on Sunday. Anaheim, they'll be traveling to Detroit 5 p.m. there on Sunday. And that is ESPN's game of the day. Make sure you guys check out those three games. We'll have all the winners and stories coming out of the NHL. And the next three games you must see next week right here on The Best. Breakfast, wrestling, and sports. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family, tell someone about this podcast. With that, folks, that's going to wrap up this week's Sunny Side. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to dive into something else that's back. That's right. You're listening to the A's and B's Podcast. season finally underway starting earlier this week on Wednesday night getting the jump on the 2023 season what a great start to the year already we're having of course everybody keeping an eye out on all the big markets and the big names 
as we do here on the E's and B's. We love each and every time a new pro season begins. We love to preview and give you our thoughts as we will be this week here on the NBA season. Coming off of, as you heard in the promo, the Warriors shocking the world and collecting another championship last season and an outstanding ending up against the Boston Celtics who possibly could not be on everybody's radar this season or are they with all the controversy going on there in Boston as we all will talk about later on in a couple weeks but here this week we're going to talk about our favorites and also we're going to talk about who we think to keep your eyes on as the MVP watch will start right away with the talent they have in the NBA. Folks, I got to tell you, these names are only our predictions and only our thoughts only. So don't get frustrated if you do not agree. It's just coming from us. Let's start off with who the people we think are the top MVP players to keep an eye on. Starting off with, of course, you got to put him in there, folks. He's the returning, defending reigning two-time, two-time MVP. That's right, Joker. You got to throw him in there from Denver as going into the season. Probably odds-on favorite. Definitely now having his weapons back around him as Murray will be back on court, throwing him the dish at any moment all season long. Hopefully they can stay healthy and become a very huge threat or a sleeper threat in the West. Now, player number two, keeping it in the West. How about from the Memphis Grizzlies? Ja Morant. That's right, folks. This guy definitely coming off of the greatest season he's ever had last year. A couple injuries he had to battle, but shaking those off. Going a little deeper than we expected. In the end, though, Morant obviously on everybody's radar and will be again this season as long as he can stay healthy. If they can get him some help there in Memphis, who knows? We might be talking about Ja Morant and his Memphis Grizzlies MVPing it up in the playoffs. We'll keep an eye on him. Now, player three, also from the Western Conference, how about the Dallas Mavericks, Luka? That's right. We know he is a killer from beyond the arc, a killer with the ball in his hands. You cannot count him out each and every time on the court. And as we've seen, here right early this season already. The first game, him and Morant already going at it. Who is going to be better all year long? We'll definitely keep an eye out for that, that matchup when each and every time they step on the court. And then, of course, player four. How about over on the East Coast? It's the Brooklyn Kevin Durant. That's right, Kevin Durant, of course, Famously known last season as asking for a trade, wanting out of Brooklyn, now staying in Brooklyn, getting his partner Kyrie Irvin back in in crime, as well as maybe a couple other good supporting pieces. Will they have a better season than they had last year? We'll have to keep an eye on that. I know last year, odds-on favorite in the East, and boy, they were the odds-on disaster in my opinion when it was all said and done we'll see if they could switch things up and maybe shock some other teams out there and become the front runner now that we know things in Boston are shaky now last but not least I couldn't leave him out I know all you haters out there had to hear it it's the queen I mean excuse me 
It's the guy coming from L.A. That's right, LeBron James. He obviously will always be a MVP favorite until he retires just because of his name, not his game. That's my claim. Anyways, keep an eye on him. He does have Anthony Davis back with him a little healthier than last year. Will they be able to maybe set out a few games this year? keep their health up and stretch and make a run? Will Westbrook finally find his place on that team or will they do what they always do? Trade him up and bring in another big name to team up with LeBron. We'll keep an eye on that all season long right here. All right, folks, those are our five MVP hopefuls going into this season in the NBA. Now let's switch things up and talk about the divisions, hoping that these things will be tighter just like the NFL is right now, so tight, you do not know which way it will go. Well, that's what we're hoping for in the NBA this season. And here are the teams we predict who will be coming out on top in their divisions. Everybody, of course, will be shooting for Golden State, but let's talk. Let's start out in the East. How about Boston? With, I said, all the problems going on and everything else, I still believe they will figure a way out by the end of the year, and they will ha- Tatum will have that team on the top of his division. Then Milwaukee, another team not to forget too much about. They are just a couple years removed from winning the big one. That's right. Make sure you guys keep an eye out on Milwaukee. Then, last but not least, in the East, you got to take it down to South Beach. That's right, Miami Heat. They Obviously, rebounding off of a very good season. Will they be able to stay healthy enough to make that final push to this year's NBA Finals? Those are my Eastern Conference Divisional winners. Now let's talk about my Western Conference Division winners. How about starting off right here? It's got to be the hometown favorite. And like I said, the sleeper this year. It's the Denver Nuggets. Then we got... Last year's favorite, and a team that we thought might pull it out, but pulled out and could not get over the Warrior hump, it's the Phoenix Suns. And last but not least, the team that I say might shock the world this year, my sleeper pick, and coming out of left field, how about the Memphis Grizzlies? Folks, those are my six teams that I believe will win their division if all else fails and health holds out these guys will be the six teams to keep an eye on of course we'll be talking about all nba all season long keeping you up to date with all the stats league leaders injuries and big games you must keep an eye out for all year right here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports with that folks that's all i got on the meet this week stay tuned we're gonna get to my favorite segment coming up next and talk some wrestling. You're listening to the A's and B's Podcast.
week here on the scrambled returning to smackdown and shocking us all with a very very controversial promo as you heard there in that clip bray wyatt showing up there last friday night and giving us a side swirling winding confusing promo obviously trying to pretend to be himself and normal but of course we know at the end It left us all on a cliffhanger, and now there's possible talks of another personality joining the Bray Wyatt mind. Well, we'll keep an eye out on that. As we know, everybody on the social media outlets out there talking and debating about this all week long. Here's my thoughts on it. I gotta say, I'm very intrigued and very interested on this new Bray Wyatt, but I gotta say, if we get the same stories are the same kind of thing that we had before then what are we supposed to be so excited for i gotta say you gotta be able to capture new fans along with those old fans but right now everybody on edge trying to figure out what they think he's gonna do i gotta say this i just hope and pray those writers know what they're doing because this could go bad real bad real quick if they don't keep us on edge like they have been here recently i gotta say last like i said last week the qr codes was definitely a little bit much giving too much information in my opinion but still receiving the great reception as he did there on friday i feel like he'll receive that for a while but everybody is now anticipating what storyline will bray wyatt work himself into and Will we see The Fiend again, or are we going to see a new version, this Uncle Happy that's been talked, or another character in his Wyatt Six? Who knows, folks? We're going to keep an eye on that. WWE, like I said, sparking the interest in all the old fans and bringing us back. Triple H has now changed the, the game up there on WWE, in my opinion, and given us some good things, as we've seen there last Friday now. Back on Monday, well, I can't say. Last Monday, I was super stoked. This Monday, back to the same old, same old, that's right. Same boring matches. Of course, reintroducing us to the Good Brothers or OC, whatever you want to call them. They uh, in a match against Otis and Chad Gable. Man, oh man, I feel bad for those guys. Like I said last week, they came all the way back to do What they're going to do here at WWE is going to be quite embarrassing, in my opinion, as they were just rocking it on the outer world outside of WWE. So definitely going to keep a closer eyes on the Good Brothers or OC, whatever you want to call them. But like I said there, on Monday night, nothing to go home and brag about other than JBL making another appearance there and now becoming... Looks like the manager of Corbin. 
I gotta say, I, I like the idea of a JBL getting back on TV, but I don't know if Corbin's the right guy for him to be managing. Corbin definitely has his own mouthpiece and does a great job at that, but we'll see what these two can work up. Like I said, Raw, eh, we'll keep an eye out what happens tonight on SmackDown. Will Bray Wyatt return and give us some more insight on what to be excited for, or will we keep guessing? We'll have all those stories and everything else you need to know coming out of the WWE right here on the best breakfast wrestling. Now let's switch things up and go to the other channel. Me With your version of hope, you said to me, kid, I don't like to put my name on many people, but when I do, they get jobs here. The list is small, but the list is as follows. Claudio Castagnoli, Brian Danielson. And Cincinnati's own John Moxley. And kid, here's what I want. I see something in you. When you become of age, I will personally put my name on you. But until then, I want you to go home. I want you to work your ass off. And every single month, I want you to send me a match and a promo. So I went home, didn't I, Will? And I busted my ass. Month one, you respond to me, Maxwell. Thank you so much. I look forward to reviewing your progress. Month two, Maxwell. Thank you so much. I look forward to reviewing your progress. Then month three came along, didn't it, Will? Month three came along. When you told me to send you a match and a promo every month, month three comes along, and you send me a promo that I have saved to my phone to this day. You send me a promo, smirk all you want, you son of a bitch. You send me a promo, you send me a promo that I have read every single day since. Let me read it to you here today live. All right, there you have it going down there Wednesday night on Dynamite Live from a lit crowd in Cincinnati. MJF getting personal with William Regal in the ring after John Moxley and his scary, scary bout, but I gotta say, very, very interesting stuff coming from MJF, still leaving cliffhangers on this channel as well, as we can't tell, is he trying to become face, or is he just swerving us all with those heelish actions, very, very good stuff, of course, did not see that one coming on Wednesday night, but what we did see there on Wednesday night was some pretty good action, how about Ring of Honor champion Chris Jericho, he got the big win over Dalton Castle and the boys. That's right, a very interesting match, of course, in the end. Jericho going up on the stage and tombstoning AEW backstage member Jerry Lynn, of course, former Ring of Honor champion. As Jericho mentioned weeks ago, he's going to be taking out Ring of Honor champions one after another. Of course, they showed a promo clip in that promo clip. CM Punk's face appearing on it. So definitely some breadcrumbs there. Also on Wednesday night, we found out FTR, the baddest tag team in wrestling today. They'll be taking on Swerve in my glory next Wednesday night. Very, very interesting stuff. As maybe now with Ray Renee giving the push, they'll be driving themselves to that number one spot that they've already deserved and getting a title shot very, very soon, possibly there at full gear. That should be one to keep an eye on. Also, like I said, 
in the main event, one of the scariest things that happened all night, John Moxley and, of course, Hangman Adam Page battling out for the AEW Championship in a very stiff, stiff match towards the end. Moxley throwing a lariat, spinning Hangman head over heels, and as Hangman came down on the mat, landing awkwardly, the match was abruptly stopped. And, of course, the referee calling for the bell. Moxley getting the win by referee stoppage. But I got to say, if you did not see it, go back, check it out. Very, very scary stuff. You could hear a pin drop in the arena as uh, medics had to come and stretcher out Hangman from the ring. Now, a few days later, it's been reported Hangman was sent to Cincinnati Trauma Care that night and reported he was diagnosed with a concussion and that only uh the scary part was folks he could not move for a minute while in the ring this kind of a flashback to what we talked about here a couple weeks ago with the two attack of situation for the dolphins when he got sacked his back having the issue locking up making it look like a seizure like situation maybe something like that happening here in the wrestling world now we'll keep an eye out to see when Hangman will make a return, we got to say, folks, some of these things are very serious. As we know, Kurt Busch in the racing world wrecking earlier this season, getting a concussion, and ended up ending his career as he's not getting back in the car. Dell Jr. won to speak of as well. So definitely serious, serious stuff. We'll keep an eye on to see how long Hangman will be out as they keep building up towards full gear. As we know now, MJF calling his shot there Wednesday night. He'll be taking on John Moxley for the main event in the AEW World Title there at Full Gear. We'll be building up right here on the podcast all the way to that one. Also, cannot wait to talk a lot about it when it gets closer. But announced earlier this week, AEW will be live right here back in Denver once again, and it's gonna be a special. Show that's right, it's the new year's smash going down here in Broomfield, December 28th. We'll be talking a lot, lot more about that as us here at the E's and B's, the Wrestling Sisters, LB. We all will be attending this one, and I cannot wait to send all the footage that we'll be getting and pictures and all that stuff. Well, of course, we'll be talking about that as it gets ever so close to that event. But before that, we're going to keep you up to date with all the news you need to know coming out of the AEW world right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports. Last thing here on the scramble, folks. Make sure you guys are out there supporting your indie wrestling promotions, folks. That's where these wrestlers get their starts. So make sure if you've got an indie local promotion around you in your local area, take time out on a Saturday or whenever and go support them. These wrestlers need all the help they can get. To get to the big leagues and get where their goals are achieved. So make sure you guys, like I said, support all of your local indie wrestling promotions. Us here at the E's and B's, we're a proud sponsor of the Rocky Mountain Pro. Right out of Denver, where some of the baddest wrestlers in Colorado have ever come out of. That's Rocky Mountain Pro. We are a proud supporter right here at the E's and B's. With that, folks, that's going to wrap up this week's Scrambled. Stay tuned. Making her return. That's right. Coming back for the toast, it's LB, and we're going to wrap this thing up like a burrito. Stay tuned. You're listening to the E's 
and B's podcast. Baby! Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answer to no man, I still go. Go, go. Hi, fans, it's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, jelly, your cinnamon, butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. I'd like to welcome back the glue that holds this thing together. The statistician, the lovely Miss L. B. Yay! Welcome back on this beautiful Friday. Like I said earlier today, 80 degrees out here in Colorado. I hope it's nice all across the country, wherever you are at. But with that being said, LB, you know how we do. Let's get to those shout outs. Mm -hmm. Starting right on off, I want to give a big shout out to Happy and support your local racer. Make sure you guys go give them a follow there on YouTube and all the social media outlets. Want to announce. Our partnership with Happy coming up here at the Cash Days. That's right, Kentucky Cash Days coming up. We here at E's and B's will be a proud sponsor of that race. You can check that out there on Facebook. Thanks to Happy putting out that great statement for us. We are very thankful for him for all he does. So make sure you guys check him out. Also want to give a big shout out to Limpy. Shout out to Pennywise Racing's Robert Smith. Shout out to Turn and Burns, Jasper Graham. Shout out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Rob- Josh Robinson. Shout out to Team Meatball. Shout out to No Prep Felons, Bob Rice. Shout out to SRC. Shout out to Raggedy Ann and CJ. Shout out to On Tilt Racing, Chuck Gutierrez. Shout out to Stripper Glitter. Shout out to Bang That Lights, Destry Turner. Shout out to Stage Line Productions, Willie Sheffield. Shout out to Team Hilton, Team Abeda, the Tunnies. Shout out to Matt Smith. Also, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and all my peeps at the Green Solution, A10 North College Road. Make sure you guys check out the Green Solution for all your cannabis needs. All right. Coming up here, folks, in just a couple weeks, as I was saying, on the shout-outs to Happy, Happy will be our guest. That's right, live right here on the E's and B's. He'll be joining us to tell us all about Kentucky Cash Days and what to be expecting going down there here in just a short couple weeks. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Check us out. Make sure you do not miss it. Also, to stay on tack with everything we got, make sure you follow us at easeandbees.org. That there will uh, take you to all of our social media outlets. Also, guide you where to listen to us at each Mm -hmm. and every Friday as we are the best breakfast, wrestling, and sports podcast on your Fridays. Also, there on our webpage, that will guide you there to our merch stuff. Make sure you guys click that button, select your item, Anything from 5 to $45 on that page and all kinds of colors and selections. Make sure you guys check that out. Anything helps. Also, be on the lookout. LB and I currently working on the new design coming up here for the holiday season. You do not want to miss it. There's been some specials going on each and every weekend. 35% off, so make sure you guys check us out. That's E's and B's at TeePublic or just go to our easeandbees.org page and click that button. Hey, if you're a race car driver, wrestler, athlete, or someone out there just plain, plain trying to promote yourself, 
and you want to be on the show, get us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. All right. Also, make sure you guys checking us out for all of the interviews there on YouTube. That's Ease and Bees YouTube. The push to a thousand. Well, it's still crawling. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get as many subscriptions as we can. Therefore, we can go live at any event. Like I said earlier today, we got some special events in the, uh, coming up in the next couple months. AEW. The family would be traveling to that. You would definitely want to see some of the footage we might be able to pull from there. And then also, who knows? I might just make a special trip to one of these last races. You never know. Keep up to date with us and all the things you need to know right there at easeandbees.org. All right, with that, LB, let's get to it. And this day in spouts. Okay. 1993 at Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia, the Blue Jays toppled the Phillies 15-14 to in the highest-scoring World Series game in history. Should I say so? It's Game 4, and the Jays come into the fray, leading two games to one. The Phillies break a 7-7 tie with five runs in the fifth and still ahead 14-9 after seven frames. Toronto scores six in the eighth to take the 15-14 advantage. With two out, the score 14-11, and Mitch Williams... Wild man. On the mound, Ricky Henderson delivers a two-run single, and Devin White follows with a two-run triple. And that is this day in spouts. If you stayed up for it, you got a hell of a game. I remember this game. Um, I was definitely not pulling for the Blue Jays Uh, back then. I was a Braves fan, and... This uh, this was a good time to be a baseball fan. Baseball was hot and heavy in the 90s. And, yeah, it was. And it was really cool stuff. I, I do remember Mitch Williams, uh, one of the wildest closing pitchers in the game at that time. And he was cool and fun <laughs> to watch through like 100 mile an hour, which now that's that's nothing. You know, yeah. 106 and stuff is what they're looking at these days. So cool, cool, cool stuff. Uh, also, one last thing here before I pass it over here to LB. Make sure you guys stay tuned next week coming up a very... Very special episode. That's right. It's going to be none other than the Halloween special. That's right. Back again. The Halloween special here on the E's and B's. We changed things up. We'll have some very cool things to talk about. And also Halloween-related sports things as well. So make sure you guys check us out next week for the E's and B's Halloween Spooktacular number two. All right, with that, that's all I got this week on the toast. I'm going to toss it on over here to LB. We'll get her notes, and then, of course, at the end, we'll rip your city. All right, everybody. This weekend's National Day, Friday, October 21st, is today is Apple Day. Ooh, Apple Day. Definitely Amer- fitting for the yeah. season. American Frog Day. Nice. Button Day. Cool. Everyone Writes Day. Every day, all right. Yep. Nacho Day. Nacho Day. <laughs> National Mammography Day. Go check those boobies. Yes, check them boobs. That's right. Pets for Vets Day. Awesome. Awesome, awesome deal there. Pumpkin Cheesecake Day. Not my favorite kind of cheesecake, mm. but it'll do. Um, reptile Day. Right. And 
Back to the Future Day. Ah, every time I hear it this is. song, it brings me back. That's brings for me sure. back too. I love that. Saturday, the twenty second of October, National Days are Nut Day. Ooh, I'm crack them nuts. Crack. Um, make a difference day, please. Please, Each everyone out there, make sure you guys make a difference. Make a positive difference in somebody else's life. We could take a smile. And real quick, always, as we've been talking the last two weeks here on the podcast, don't forget, folks, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yep. Make sure you guys go out there, support all those foundations and domestic violence awareness as well as LB speaks on here very, very uh frequently about so make sure you guys go support all those out there i think we have links to them in our page where you can support both absolutely yeah um national lauren's day oh i know a few okay. all right national i, I believe they deserve day, so yes. nice nice um make it dog's day too so instead of also <laughs> in making a person's day make a little doggy's day oh Um, Scar Appreciation Day. There's always a story behind each and every one. And Smart is Cool Day. Always. Always cool. Yes. Uh, Sunday, October 23rd, National Days are Boston Cream Pie Day. Mm. Not a fan. Uh, National Crocs Day. Oof, my kids would love that. That's for sure. Wear your Crocs. Um, iPad Day. National Mother-in-Law's Day. Paralegal Day and TV talk show host. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Yeah. All right. With that, it's that time, folks. And let's get to it. And wreck your city. I haven't really gotten to see what the top 10 has been in a few weeks. But yeah, there's some changes going on. This week's top 10 is number 10, Hanover, Lower Saxony, Germany. Germany. Welcome to the Top 10 Newbie. Number 9 is Lake Stevens, Washington. Washington, thank you so much. Number 8 is Newark, Ohio. Oh, okay. Thank you so much, Newark. Number 7 is Louisville, Kentucky. Kentucky. Number 6 is Paris, Illinois. Illinois. Welcome to the Top 10. Paris. Number 5 is a huge disappointment. Fort Collins, Colorado. Town dropping. Okay, number four is Frankfurt, Germany. Frankfurt, Germany. Two Germanys. Thank yeah, you so much, Germany. Cool. Number three is Denver, Colorado. Wednesday. Number two is Anderson. Eight town. Down. And still on top, top is Indianapolis. That's right, folks. Indiana. Thank you so much for all the love out there. Make sure you guys yeah. like, share, subscribe. Like Lauren always says, give us that five-star review. It helps. Pass the gravy. Spread the butter. Tell a friend, tell a member, tell somebody about this podcast. Please. Have a awesome weekend. Make sure you guys stay safe out, stay safe out there. Enjoy the weather. And until next week, that very spooky, spooky special. That's right. Make sure you eat your breakfast. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Peace.